in the words of immortal filmmaker Sir Peter Jackson, remember, pain is temporary, but film is forever. I'm Ann Carrier. And I'm Ann Carrier's friend, Jillian. And you're listening to Sneaker Waves. Let's make an uneducated guess together. Folks, we're spicing it up this week. We're doing something a little different. We're just Let's just hop right into it. No no beating around the bush. No pussyfooting mm-hmm. around. None of this nonsense. No chucking the cheese. Absolutely not. So Sneaker Waves, as you guys know, is a podcast where every episode we take a film that neither of us have ever seen before. The film is considered classic, good, popular... Art house. Art house. Mm-hmm. Art house exclusively. Um, but we've never seen it before. So we spend the first half of the episode predicting what we think the film is about. Then we go and watch the film. And then in the second half, we come in for a movie review. However, dear listener, scratch all of that. Everything you know about this podcast needs to get balled up and thrown out the window today. You're going to need to scorch that formula. Scorch the formula because mm-hmm. we're doing something different. In order to understand what we're doing differently, though, it involves it involves me telling you what film we're watching. King Kong. <laughs> wow, that was so dry. <laughs> that was a dry ass film. I'm not going to be. You do it. You do so, it. You do it. <clears throat> so King Kong. Oh, you douche. <laughs> Right, we're watching King Kong, but we're not watching, like, the the OG shit. We're watching the 2005 remake by Peter Jackson. You know, we were, like, like King Kong is just such a great, fun action movie to do. You know, like, again, we've never seen it, so we don't know exactly what goes down, but I bet it's going to be just a bunch of rip-roaring fun. Peter Jackson, just absolute visual genius. But the fucking issue with King Kong, dear listeners, it's over three hours long. Three and a half, to be more precise. Yeah. Three it's and a absurd. half. absurd. So literally, <laughs> fuck that. So we're doing something different this week. Where Out of we're sheer not... laziness, to be honest. Like, this is just... It's a, uh, uh, laziness or self-care. Because mm. I don't know about you, but Can I don't want to watch... Can you hear my snaps on that? Yeah, exactly. I don't want to yeah. watch three and a half hours of a movie that would that would probably jillian tip me over the edge and send me into a complete emotional spiral so i think we should avoid three hours of king kong at this point yeah we're both fragile women and i think a three hour king kong ride might just do it might just do it so we're gonna be gentle on ourselves and also you guys don't want that instead of providing a prediction of what we think the movie's gonna be about and then watching the movie and then discussing if we were right or wrong. We're actually going to just hop in and watch the movie. But riddle me this, and <laughs> why do people watch King Kong? Is this a rhetorical question or do you want me to answer? What's the one big reason that we watch King Kong as people? Bestiality? We watch King Kong for the monkey. For the monkey, big juicy monkey. For the big beautiful juicy handsome monkey we don't watch king kong for the plot we don't watch king kong for you know 
to be challenged as a society. We watch. Although uh, there could be some, there could be some interesting social commentary in this film. And if there is, we're gonna skip it. We're gonna just absolutely <laughs> skip it because how we are choosing to watch King Kong is, we will be watching King Kong, but only when the monkey is on the screen. <laughs> If King Kong is not on the screen, we will not be watching it. We're going to fast forward. We're going to scrub. We're going to absolutely scrub. And then the second half of this episode, instead of, you know, doing a kind of film recap, we're going to try and fill in the blanks. We're going to try and figure out what happened in the time that we skipped from monkey to monkey. And then so we'll be coming up with our own kind of King Kong, which is really nice. Um, and we don't want to know if we were right or wrong. We, I don't want to be redressed for this. I don't want to be approached. And I certainly don't want to enter King Kong discourse. Like, I want to watch this. I want to, I want to scrub through just to hit the monkey bits. I want to shoot my shot. And then I want to never talk about it again. That's Period. how I feel about this episode. Jillian. Yes. I have a fun game for us to play. Well, it's not, a, it's not a game so much as a guess. Okay, yeah, let's hear it. So since we're just skipping to all the good juicy monkey bits, the runtime is three and a half hours. How long do you think it will be with just the monkey? The monkey cut is what we're going to call it. The us. monkey cut. <laughs> the monkey cut. King Kong monkey cut. And okay, let's make let's put something on the line here. Like let's Oh yeah, we could put something on the line. Cuz you're right cuz it could line. be like it could be 3 hours of monkey. It could be like 3 straight yeah. hours of monkey. I wouldn't be mad about that. I also wouldn't be mad about but that. But I I am doubtful. Uh so I'll keep a timer. I think that could be kind of fun. I'm going to yeah, say let's do that. in the three and a half hour long flick. I'm going to say we get I'm going to say we get 38 minutes of monkey. I'm going okay. low. I'm going lowballing low. it. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. 38 minutes of monkey. So if I think about it, Jillian, and I'm really going to be thoughtful about this because I'm here to win. I think in true Peter Jackson fashion, the first 90 minutes of this film is just going to be exposition. Okay? okay. So that's, we're 90 minutes out. Haven't seen a single Kong shot. I'm going to say our first Kong shot is going to be uh, 110 minutes in. And I'm having a really hard time mentally transitioning between minutes and hours, and I've lost track of how much time that is. That's just about That's two o- hours That's under in. two hours. Okay. Just about two hours in. Okay. And then I think after that, it's going to be solid Kong. Okay. It's going to be Kong all the way down. And so I'm going to say 42. I think 42? it'll be more fun if our guesses are close to each other. Right. So either we're both super wrong or like one of us won by just a little bit. Right, that's good. The question is, is if there is exactly 40 minutes of Kong, what do we do? I say if there's exactly 40 minutes of Kong, we end this podcast. Deal. There's exactly... <laughs> the thing that is ending this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, is not Catherine Bigelow's Zero Dark Thirty. It is exactly 40 minutes of Monkey is the iceberg that will sink this ship. <laughs> okay, cool. I think 38 minutes of monkey, you think 42. That's pretty solid. Either yeah. way, not a lot of monkey for your buck. We'll see. We'll see. You know, that could be an appropriate ratio. Because, oh, another question, which we'll actually know because we will be seeing monkey. Does he talk? 
Yeah, I don't really know what the whole deal with King Kong. I mean, well, I've never seen it. I don't know what the deal with King Kong is. The only kind of mental image of King Kong that I have is when he's like holding onto the Empire State Building and he's like holding a very small woman. Yeah, no, I know the image you're talking about from the 1933 original. Yeah, I wonder um, if they'll do that again. Who's the who who? Oh, can you give me the cast? Oh, hell yeah! Can you give me the cast okay. before we get started? Yeah, that's that'll be good footing for us. So I, I know Andy Circus is in this, but that's it. Exactly, Andy Circus is in this. He's playing a character named Lumpy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and I like honestly, he's got to be King Kong. Like, why would you cast Andy Circus and then not make him King Kong? I don't know how that's gonna play out. I don't know if it's gonna be like a Benedict Cumberbatch as. Like Smaug in Yeah, are they gonna are they gonna Smaug him? They might Smaug him and like do like motion capture, which would be awesome. But yeah, Andy Circus is in this. Peter Jackson is actually in this. He cast himself as Gunner Number One. Spoiler alert. Um, Jack Black is at the helm of this film. Yes. Yeah, I've oh. never felt like I'm in safer hands than in in the arms of Jack Black. Um, followed by Naomi Watts, who is. Her character name is Anne. We love another Anne. Oh my god, hey. Anne Darrow. I think she's going to be the lady that gets tossed around. Yeah. She She's going to get... Um, <laughs> god damn yeah. it. Oh, I have to go to church again, Jillian. No, I need to like do penance. All right, I'll add that to my list. Adrian Brody as Jack Driscoll... The Strawberry King, I'm assuming. Uh, Colin <laughs> Hanks as Preston. I honestly, I don't fuck with Colin Hanks, but that's a story for another day. Um, Jamie Bell is in this as a little a little squirt named Jimmy. Um, and then the rest of the people, I don't think I care so much about. So we, I mean, the, the cast is, you know, depending on who you're talking to, stacked. Yeah, and part of me does feel bad for scrubbing through Jack Black performances, but Mr. Black, oh, I true. hope that if you're listening to this, you can understand, you know, our our logic for doing so. And maybe one day we'll revisit this movie and we'll do the Jack Black cut of King Kong. We'll do where if Jack, King Kong Black where cut. If, where if Jack Black isn't on the screen, we don't watch we, it. We skip it. I love this format. I think we could do this annually. That's yeah, good. Yeah, that's great. Uh, so that's that's what we're working with. I think that brings a great energy um, to cool. the screen today. Although all these people will, in fact, be irrelevant. So yeah, I'm afraid so. Unless they're purposes. doing scenes with the monkey. Mm, unless they're doing scenes. So we we will probably be seeing a good amount of Naomi Watts because she's going to be his love interest. If you can say that. What? Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll that's, see. I thought the whole plot of King Kong was he like falls in love with the lady. I thought I thought he like kidnaps the lady. I mean, maybe I think he kidnaps her because he loves her so okay, much. Phantom of the King Kong. God, get your own storyline. <laughs> and it's like when you love a woman so much, what you need to do is you need to take her in your arms, scale the Empire State Building, and then like I don't know, like throw her off of it. <laughs> like throw her off. Yeah, I don't know what happens. <laughs> uh, great. All right. I, I I mean, I, I'm chomping at the bit. Yeah, do you want to just go ahead and hop in and we'll watch the monkey cut? With absolute pleasure, Jillian. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks so much for hanging on with us while we do something a little different this week. Uh, I'm I'm Jillian, this is Anne. We, we proudly bring you King Cow Monkey A Cut. 
Okay, first Kong shot. One hour, 10 minutes, and 18 seconds in. I wish I knew what was going on. Do you think they gave him monkey nuts? Are we gonna get to see his nuts? <laughs> they did not need to give him a big juicy ass. We like, we like get to know his personality. You know, he's just a goofball. So in the end, if they shoot him, we're gonna be sad. We're gonna be so sad. I hate like, when they like, shoot like big Harambe. monkeys. Oh, Harambe. like Harambe. Oh. Harambe. I hate it. I hate Why it so much. He's such a big dumpy. He's such a big dumpy. <laughs> He's got a this dump truck. Kong. This is Dumpy Kong. Okay, There's so there is Kong. also a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Is that historically accurate? Okay, and he comes in to save her. Okay, and they're fighting. Wait, there are more than one. Okay, there's two T-Rexes. Wait, is this Jurassic okay. Park? Are they in Jurassic Park? Yeah, what, what kind of... What is the biome we're dealing with? Yeah, where, where on planet Earth is this? Is this supposed to be like Oceania or what? This is New Zealand. This is New Zealand? <laughs> nah, I don't buy this for a second. A third dinosaur? There are literally three dinosaurs versus a big monkey. Come on. Oh, that's so OP. <gasps> oh, that's so OP. Oh, he just half Nelsoned him. Oh my God, he's such a fighter. Ugh. Oh, I don't want to oh, see him. Shit. No, don't snap the head in half. No, don't do it. No. Snap his head in half. No. No, 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 no. Oh, he did it. I think you're a little ahead of me. I haven't seen him snap his head in half yet. Oh, okay. I'll pause. Okay. <gasps> <laughs> Is she in love with King Kong? Are you not? Oh, Jack Black just got yeeted. This is really, really good cinema. How do we keep watching all these bestiality movies? I don't know. Jillian, I literally put that in my notes. I was like, is it us or cinema? What the fuck? What is, is going this? on? The only thing I hate more than this monkey's roar is this monkey's laugh. This is not magical and sexy. This is weird as hell, girl. This is like when that one friend is in a terrible, bizarre relationship and she's like, isn't this magical? And you're like, no, you guys are doing ketamine in Central Park. King Kong is taking bullets to that big juicy ass. Okay, so King Kong is currently falling through the sky. He is presumably dead. Are we gonna let this scene play out? Cause I'm not seeing any monkey. I just, I think we have to stop. I think we have to stop. <laughs> well, it's been oh, real. We see his body, we see his body, we see his body, we see his body, we see his body. Okay, body, do we yeah, make contact with, screen. visual contact with body? It was beauty killed the beast. Shut the fuck up. Shut, Shut the, fuck the fuck up. up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I can't believe it. Roll credits, roll credits. Roll credits. Roll credits, please. Please, please, please roll, roll credits. credits. No balls, you won't. No roll balls, credits, won't. Peter. No, no, no way. way. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> It, it wasn't the planes, it was beauty that it killed the beast. It was beauty that killed the beast. On April 26th of the year of our Lord, 2022, Chris C. gave King Kong five stars 
And Jillian, I would like to take, I know we've got a little bit of extra juice at the end of this in part two. We got a little extra time. So can I take the liberty of reading this in its entirety? Yes, please. Okay. I won't interrupt you. Quote. To fully get this movie. Wait, 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 wait. Yep, 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 yep. I know I said I wouldn't interrupt you, but I'm going to interrupt you. You have to make sure that none of these spoilers discuss plot points that we didn't watch. Oh, no. It's, like, irrelevant. It, okay, it's, cool. It's like, right, just you'll checking. Do, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, I'm so sorry. Please continue, please. That was the last interruption, I swear. On God. God is my witness. Go. That's fine. Okay. Quote, To fully get this movie, you must realize that it is highly self-referential. It is a Hollywood blockbuster about a madman who relentlessly chases down a Hollywood blockbuster. Mystery for the price of admission and killing the thing you love are two quotes slash main themes. While we are lapping up the spectacle, the spectacle is being deconstructed as a farce and a tragedy. If one person can see what no one else sees, if one person is relentless enough, if one person realizes before it's too late, we can all put ourselves into one of these roles and feel chastised or cleansed by it. And the adrenaline that this movie slowly builds up to is the perfect sort of vehicle to suck you in, to stop your thinking slash justification and just feel. Nothing is accomplished without great sacrifice. In the end, King Kong is not the biggest monster in this film. Full stop. What happened in the movie we didn't watch? <laughs> I don't. So apparently the like uh like the entire um... human story was we missed in the first hour and a half of this because we just saw monkey hit shit meanwhile what's this guy's monkey smash big monkey smash meanwhile chris c is over here having the most (laughs) transcendental like revelation about the human condition and all of its flaws yeah chris king kong sent chris c in this year he wrote that in april of this year sent him down an existential rabbit hole about the inherent villainy of mankind. Maybe Chrissy watched the human cut of King Kong. Mm. So that's really so interesting. None of Maybe the monkey Chrissy, bits. Chrissy, if you're listening, I implore you to watch the monkey cut because it, yeah. it was pretty cool and it yeah. didn't send me into any kind of philosophical dread that it sounds like you're experiencing. I had fun with the monkey cut. That shit ripped. Um, so that's like one of the only five-star reviews I could find for this movie. Um, <laughs> people hate it. <laughs> but, and it, oh, and this is a really funny thing, Jillian, and I think this is going to lend itself to a segment I have planned for later. Okay. Critics love this film. It has, it is certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. It is a splat with audiences. Well, yeah, because they didn't want to sit through three hours. They should have fucking watched the monkey cut. They should have watched the monkey cut. Kicked ass. Yeah, monkey cut kicks ass. Um, but but uh, some people did not follow our path. Um, and were really disappointed. 
Um, so Lorenzo is shooting out uh, two and a half stars and just says, Big Monkey scary. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then to close out Review City, uh, we've got another half star from Robert P. I guess that's Robert Plant, maybe. And Robert says, all right, (laughs) let's get realistic here. Uh, Have you ever smelled feces like (gasps) are on King Kong? Is blowing dry a good sensuous thing when your breath smells bad? Too much reality was removed from this movie. Oh my god. Okay, Robert, you would do numbers here on Sneaker Waves. We have a segment just for you. And we also acknowledged that while we were watching. We acknowledged it in the very first scene of the monkey cut. We acknowledged poop o'clock. But I don't think we're going to dive into it into this episode just because as Robert kind of is getting at... It would be, that would be a no-all episode in and of itself is, yeah. you know, what are they oh, going to do with the shit? And that's not what we're shit. here to discuss today. Why? Maybe that's a project for a later time. Maybe that's a Patreon thing, but we're not going to do that here in this thing. space. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Robert, if you're interested, just let us know. Hit us up. I do also really appreciate that um, his issue was that this movie wasn't realistic. And the reason it wasn't realistic is they didn't deal with the shit question. Not because there's a 30-foot gorilla in it. <laughs> priorities robert yeah priorities hey that was a good review city appreciate you for taking us into the space oh always a pleasure jillian so now those reviews were reviews for the entirety of king kong however you guys as you know we didn't watch king kong we watched king kong the monkey cut monkey cut so just to reiterate we only were watching the movie when the monkey was on the screen anytime that king kong was not on the screen we weren't watching it so we only watched scenes where he was involved um and before we went and saw the movie, The Monkey Cut, we took some friendly little bets. So the very first instance where we see King Kong is at one hour, 10 minutes and 42 seconds into the film is our Which first is introduction. Absurd. You cannot, absurd. You cannot introduce the titular character of a film an over an hour in. Insane. I'm so glad we skipped that first half. Oh, God, me too. And so Julian, glad. Honestly, a lot of the reviews I, were, I was reading were saying the same thing, that they really wanted to like this movie, but the first hour was ass. It's just too bloated, too bloated. Just get me to the monkey. So we got right into the monkey. Um, across, so after we got through 110 minutes, the rest of the film, there were six scenes where the monkey was in it and then disappeared and then we had to scrub again so we have six monkey scenes that i've all kind of given names to that we'll go over um, in just a moment however the final runtime of monkey being on screen i'm at the edge of my seat are we gonna have to cancel sneaker waves no we won't no we're not gonna cancel (laughs) okay uh king kong is on the screen for one hour three minutes and nine seconds Yo! So we so watched. I won. A, you won. Yes, you were closer. You're about. Because I was closer. 15 uh. minutes off. You're about 15 minutes off. Hell nice. yeah. Good work, man. So yeah, we good. watched an hour long monkey cut and it rocked. It fucking rocked. So what we'll do now is we'll go through the six scenes that I've written down, kind of recap what happens in them, and then we can kind of piece together what we think was happening in the hour and 10 before the film started, before the monkey cut started, and maybe what was going on in between these scenes. Now, some of them happened pretty close, right, one right after another. 
So there's not too much to talk about, but there's one that happened that came out of nowhere that I really want to talk about. And that's the third scene, but I'll go through and I'll see the issue is, is I wrote down the scenes as we were watching them and I gave them each a buzzword or a set of buzzwords. And I'm not sure I remember exactly what I was getting at. Okay. Um, so the first, the first word I wrote was, uh, scene one sacrifice. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. True. It's when Naomi Watts's character, she's getting Anne, Anne, right. Anne uh, is tied up on some like ropes and there's like fire and like chanting. And it seems as though she's being sacrificed or or she's, or like trying to maybe she's like bait basically. Yes, and so some people are trying to lure King Kong out from the jungle. And so in this scene, King Kong is lured from the jungle and he grabs her and takes her away into the jungle. And that's the first time we see him. I'm really wanting to interrogate how they got to that point. Like, was that consensual? Was she like, yes, tie me up to lure this giant gorilla out of the woods? Or And like, I have so many questions. Like, I think the bulk of what we talk about will be what happened before the scene because it's like first of all where are they what are they doing who are these people who are these like, people we don't is know dude Na- jack black is there is jack he black, adrian brody's there is like, adrian what's brody a protagonist and antagonist what's their religion what's their creed you know it's funny jillian because all of these questions could have been answered for us don't care literally don't care we're choosing to fuck around and find out instead yep <laughs> So that was the first scene where we see King Kong. The next one, the buzzword I wrote is dancing. Um, and that's when oh, I remember that. King Kong and Naomi, or Naomi Watts is dancing for King Kong. And then she stops dancing because she gets a little tired. And then King yeah. Kong doesn't like that she stopped dancing. So he throws a fit and destroys some priceless ancient ruins. Mm, yeah, that was um, kind of that was And then she charming. like kind of teaches him sign language like they did Coco. Like they did Coco. And that's that's that scene. The next one is the one that really made, like, I felt like I had whiplash as uh, epic dinosaur fight. And that's when we scrubbed about oh, 20 minutes and suddenly there were dinosaurs in King Kong. And not only one, but three. There were many Three goddamn dinosaurs. Literally, what the fuck? Is that like, canon? I, like, I that, don't, that I don't confused know. me. We'll never know. Because here's the thing, man. Like, Big Monkey, sure, I'll buy that. Dinosaurs coexisting in the same habitat as Big Monkey? Now I've got questions. Like, is this is this rainforest? Is this I, exactly like what Tioga, whatever the fuck? I don't know. There was that scene which is wild. So these dinosaurs go to attack Naomi Watts, and then King Kong comes in and protects her and like kills all these dinosaurs. And, uh, and he rips the jaw off of uh, one and of them. I said, and please I almost don't. threw up. I, I almost said, threw please, up. please don't do that. I, I don't it. want you to rip it. open the dinosaur. And then we both like little sissy, little sissy ladies were like, <laughs> gross. The next scene, then we had to scrub a bit more. And then the next scene we saw with the monkey cut was. What I wrote down is just after the storm. <laughs> Boo. But what, I, what I was getting at, I remember what I was getting at. It's after their fight when both um, King Kong and um, Naomi Watts are tired. Uh, they like go and sit on the on this hill and like, and they have this really heartfelt connection and like, they like look at the sunset. Which made me something. so uncomfortable, TBH, but you know. Yeah, because Naomi Watts was giving this big old monkey just like these like fuck me eyes, and the monkey was like, <laughs> big okay. Old monkey with fuck 
King Kong is just a big old monkey with fuck me eyes. <laughs> and then she like falls asleep uh, in the palm of his hand or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. It, um, uh, and then yeah, made me uncomfy. <laughs> then the next scene was I wrote is Adrian Brody cockblock, and that's when Adrian. Then we had to do some scrubbing, but then Adrian Brody shows up. We hadn't seen him up until this point. He shows up, um, and I evidently knows Naomi Watts. Maybe, maybe who's to say? But he's like, come, come with me. And he like takes her away from King Kong who's sleeping. But then King Kong wakes up. Uh, Julian, and I'm going to this... venture to guess they know each other. I'm going to venture to guess. I think they know each other. They know each other. And they, they may even be romantically involved. Ew. But I she know. gave that monkey fuck me eyes. I know. You don't do that. I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, then there's this big, big old chase scene where they like chase, they like run away from King Kong. And then King Kong chases them to this like wall and then jack black is there we see jack black oh, for the first time and also um tom hanks's little sh- little shit son is also there tom hanks's yeah they like son. blow stuff up they like harpoon him in the knee but what happens in that scene is they ultimately capture king kong which yes. i'm unclear if that was the i thought maybe they were like wanted to kill him i don't know but they capture him and then they take him to new york and the very last scene the last like sequence of this movie all takes place in new york my my note for it is just nyc love letter um and it's jack black is some sort of theater tycoon yeah and he has written this play where king kong is in it and he's like tied up in it um but during the play he gets angry and aggressive um and he breaks free from the constraints um, and then he starts terrorizing New York City because he just wants to find Naomi Watts again. Understandable. Understandable. Um, and then he finds her again. And then they go like ice skating in New York City, which yeah, was they like, go ice what? skating was um, was like a very like serendipity type move. And then like the military shows up, and then he climbs the Empire State Building. There's that big, you know, marvelous, iconic magnificent, scene. iconic scene where he's like on top yeah. of the Empire State Building, and she's there. And, but they're like in love, but it's like weird. But it's like he can never go back to the jungle because he's like now he's in the concrete jungle vibes. He's in the concrete jungle where dreams are made of. And then there's this whole, there's this whole sky battle, but it ends with King Kong getting freaking shot, and then he falls off of the Empire State Building. Yeah, and that's that. Okay, so that's the end of the monkey cut. But to cap it off. The very last line of this movie mm-hmm. is something we need to talk about. So the last line is Jack Black standing over this dead CGI Andy Circus monkey in the streets of Manhattan. And he says, and do you want to say it? And in the end, it was beauty that killed the beast. And then roll credits. Credits roll. Credits Holy roll. Shit. And it wasn't self-aware. It wasn't like a no. like a bump, 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 bump. Ba- ba- na- 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 no, 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 not at serious. all. It was serious. Yeah. yeah, like Peter Jackson put his dick on the line on that one. And like as an audience member who didn't become acquainted with Jack Black's character at all, what the fuck was he? I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck I, I, was uh, he? Jillian, I would, I would venture if we want to jump into our venturing here. Yeah, let's talk about what we think happened in between the monkey cuts. Yeah, that Jack Black is certainly the antagonist. Right? Like, he is the sort of, like, blow, like puffed up theater director slash movie director. 
who wants to make a, a, a production for the ages and somehow i don't know maybe he's friends with indiana jones and indiana jones is like bro you got to check out this insane island there's like dinosaurs big monkeys maybe there's like maybe godzilla is from this place too i don't know if that's canon and so then he has this vision of like telling the greatest story ever told but in in his hubris he becomes the monster, like Chris C says. Because, yeah, no, because who are we to take away Big Monkey from his home? Yeah, it's like you have to leave things in their habitat. But I also, so I want to, I want to push a little bit on that as well. So I'm in agreement with you. I think what happened in the time where we, so I, I think that like what kind of originated this story was Jack Black is some sort of theater guy. He wants to create just a toxic theater male, a toxic theater male. We all know one. And he wants to create this big spectacle because maybe he's like losing money. Maybe he like doesn't have his mojo. Maybe mm. he's having a hard oh, time it, with it women. Is, it is like the thir- it is the thirties now. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So Great maybe we have vibes. some kind of depression. Yeah. Starving artist. Depre- starving artist really yeah. needs to make a big splash here. So he like wants to go get this big monkey. But I'm I'm also I'm just kind of like if that's the case, you know, is there not? And is there no length you wouldn't go for your art? I mean, I'm sitting here doing this with you, Jillian. (laughs) (laughs) But I also, so, okay, cool. That's the nexus of the story. But then, then, great. That seems relatively straightforward. Where, who the fuck is Naomi Watts then? Who the fuck is Adrian Brody? And where are they? Like, and what's their goal? They want to capture this monkey and then have him in New York forever? Yeah, and there are some loose ends. Like, th- why did Naomi? Why was she getting sacrificed? Did they know she was gonna fall in love with the monkey? Maybe is she like a serial like be- like bestiality committer? And they're just like, yeah, her. <laughs> like, maybe she's famous in the business. I don't know. Like, they're I like, oh, so- she's gonna go in on this monkey. She and they're like, that's- going in on this. I honestly, I think she didn't, I think going into this, she didn't know that they wanted to capture a really big monkey. Oh, you think she was like, we're doing a location shoot? Yeah, they were like, little funky, quirky location shoot with this dream boat, Adrian Brody, and you're going to have such an amazing, fun time. And it's like, what else are you doing? It's the depression. Yeah, she's like, fuck it, I'll go to New Zealand and help you find a big monkey. Exactly. So she got on a rickety old plane. She showed up. That was what that hour was. They were probably just traveling because it took them forever in those days to get anywhere. So the yeah, first hour was... is probably them at sea. Just it's a travel shit. montage. <laughs> it's a tra- it's a f- yeah, it's like a bloated travel montage. And the whole time Jack Black is like, how do I use this gorgeous woman as bait? He's like, he's like, monkeys are like us. And what do, what do monkey, er, and what do we like? Hot women. Hot, Let's bring a hot girl blonde. with us. Because... Yeah. Man, this monkey's gonna love a hot, hot, hot girl. That's a great and he point, was right. Jillian. He was she so was, right. He was so right. She was never meant to star in this epic. She no. was not, and he told her, "You're gonna be the star. Adrian Brody is the brilliant playwright, and you're finally gonna be a star." And they lured her in, and they tied her up to lure a big monkey out of the woods, like time and time again, time and time again. We run into this narrative. But then it also, I kind of got the sense that maybe they didn't anticipate losing her either to mm. the monkey. Like yeah. maybe they were trying to lure him out and that first go didn't work. And then they're like, oh shit, we lost our hot girl. We have to go find her. We gotta go Because so then there's the girl. scene later where Adrian Brody comes and finds her. Mm-hmm. And it seems like maybe that was a goal was to get her back instead of 
either letting her be on the island forever with with Mr. Kong or Jillian. Mm, I, I'm gonna actually have to disagree with you on this one. <sighs> okay. Yeah, no, that's fine. I think it's less about the hot girl and more about King Kong. They didn't want to lose King Kong and Anne just happened to be with the monkey. I think if they had just lost her in the woods, she would have stayed on that island. Yeah, because there are other hot blondes. Yeah, and like, I think Adrian Brody was genuine, had genuine affection for her. And so he kind of went on a one-man quest because we never see anybody else busting their ass to try and save her. Well, yeah, but that also might have just been the way that we chose to watch this movie. Okay, I, don't the, <laughs> I don't know if we can fault everything for that. Yeah, true. We don't know everybody else. Maybe maybe they all, maybe they're all strangers who just like got shipwrecked and like everyone just happened to float up here. That's true, really. We are making world. some major assumptions. We're, yeah, we're leaping from branch to branch right now, but that's yeah. kind of the fun of this episode. That is the fun of this episode. So can we also talk about too, like uh, when when we're when we see see monkey? Most of the monkey scenes also have Naomi Watts in them. Yeah, the two of them were really just like bound by one another. I still I, was she in on it? Like, did she know she was gonna have to go live with this monkey for a little bit? And was she like okay with that? And then she was like, oh my god, oops, I fell in love with him. I see. I don't know. I think. I mean, like, I. <laughs> <laughs> What did we think was gonna happen? I was like, I was so confident, Jillian, that I that we had like just struck on a new way to like ingest cinema where you just choose the parts you want to watch and that works. And I was so convinced yeah. that like I knew exactly how this all played out. And like now that we are retroactively trying to piece this together, I am floundering. Like I'm starting to question the <laughs> stuff we did watch. Yeah, like were those dinosaurs actually there? Were those dinosaurs there? Was it all a dream? Or were those just like dogs in this universe and we missed the exposition for it, so we think it's dinosaurs? Yeah, are is we it like bamboozled? is this Pandora? Like is this an Avatar world where they Was look like dragons but they're kind of oh. just horses? Like I don't know. And also, okay, a big question for me as well that definitely would have been answered in the movie. How did King Kong get so big? How did he get <gasps> How big? Did he get so big? Oh, that so, was another theory I had, Jillian. Can I can I just shoot from the hip right now? Yeah, tell us how he got big. I think at one point Andy Serkis was in this film as a human. I think okay. this is the biggest plot point we missed that he started as a human, part of this crew. And maybe they honestly didn't go to this island to find a huge monkey. Maybe they literally just went to shoot a tropical movie. And Andy Serkis's character, who's like, you know, key grip. He, like, he stumbles on, like, a Fountain of Youth-esque Oh, yes. And bathes in it. And then, like, becomes King Kong. Oh, so they know him the whole so time. So they know him the whole time and they know he has a big boner for Anne. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I could also see that being the case. Yeah. Right. And like Because Andy Circus was that CGI monkey, so it makes sense that he's also pers the person. The person you know? behind the monkey. Like literally. Right. And so okay, so yeah, so there's two different kind of scenarios working. I think 
I like yours, but I think the idea that they were going to find this big monkey they already knew existed. How would they know that? Is more what I'm leaning How the I really want to interrogate. And don't you think if there was a big monkey somewhere, we'd know about it? Well, Jillian, Jillian, Jillian is the 30s. People didn't know shit. Fair. But, I mean, I don't know. Like, how would they find, like, did Amelia Earhart fly over this island and, like, with her like fun little gay binoculars looked down and was like, I see something big down there. I'm going to tell the boys about it. And then FDR somehow knows Jack Black's character. And maybe they're at like a congressional dinner together. And he's like, yo, there is dead ass, a big monkey out there somewhere. And yeah. And it could really help your dying art career. (laughs) Hey, I heard your theater is going under. I've got just the thing for you. (laughs) That's interesting, though. The idea that maybe they get to this island and one of their crew, like, has a forbidden snack. Yeah, eats the b- and forbidden beca- fruit. And, he, and then, like, other... Uh, yeah, and he becomes this monkey. Yeah, and then some, like, But then other they random... shoot him at the end. Then they, like, cage him up. In That's the scene in the true. theater, they, like, cage Andy. Well, they're like, this is our guy. This is this is Lumpy, our key grip. This Look is at him Lumpy. Now. <laughs> maybe like, they all hate Lumpy. Maybe they all hated maybe Lumpy. Maybe they hate him. <laughs> Like they, they all bully Lumpy for three hours. They hated Lumpy as a man, and they certainly hated him as a gorilla. I'm gonna go with I think I think King Kong was already on the island. Okay, that's... and they somehow caught wind <laughs> of it, and they went there to go and find him. Fair. That's what I think. I mean, I think there's some you know gaping plot holes there, but I'll I'll, uh, I'll... hey, that's what happens when you only watch a quarter of the movie. <laughs> to each their own. That is all I'm gonna say about King Kong. Good. Okay. Well. Good. That felt uh, productive. Yeah, and I think I think we've talked a lot about the film. I think we've left with maybe more questions and more plot mm, holes mm. than we went into. Which this I really with. think, circling back on the Chris C review, I think is really at the heart of this film, is that you you go in thinking it's going to be one thing, which is a kick-ass monkey flick, and you come out realizing it's so much more than that. It's so much more. Like, yeah, you and I just spent an hour and three minutes watching Monkey do kick-ass stuff. Yeah. But maybe it's the bits that we skipped. Maybe it's the bits that, that we skipped. That pose a lot of real questions. And it's really in our out. nature to question what happens. Mm. You know, it's in our question. It's in our nature to question how Big Monkey got big, how Big Monkey got there, how people got to Big Monkey, how, how pe- people knew about Big Monkey, how, how, how people fall in monkey. love with Big Monkey. How, you know? Yeah. All these um, things. How? What? Why dinosaur? Why? Why is there a dinosaur why in King dinosaur? Kong? Why dinosaur in King Kong? I don't know. I might. I might. I might uh, peruse Quora later. You wouldn't dare, traitor, <laughs> traitor! <laughs> I must never know. Never tell me. <laughs> I must stay blind to the condition. I must stay innocent to the truth of King Kong. I must never know who Adrian Brody's character was in this movie. <laughs> I must never know. <laughs> Before we give this offi- our official Sneaker Waves review, yes. um, and you wanted to talk about a little something, something, something new, a little new bit you're maybe thinking of introducing, yeah. a new segment. Yeah, I, I, I had something in the works, Jillian, and I really felt like this would be an appropriate film, it being a Peter Jackson and all. Um, and and we and we don't get uh, an opportunity frequently on this podcast to really sink our teeth into a piece of cinema. Um, so I thought I'd just, you know, <laughs> bounce around an idea. The premise is, is it art house? And what I would like to do in this space is um, ask a series of questions that I have come up with 
um, as my own personal definition of what an art house movie is. Because quite frankly, Jillian, that's a word I say and use a lot. And I don't know what it means. Yeah, what's art house? Yeah, we don't do film. So like if I'm talking to somebody and they seem really sexy, I'll I'll say, hey, that's wow. That's so cool how hot you are. I actually watched an art house film recently and I'll be like, and it's drill bit Taylor, but I'm not going to say that. I'm just going to say, yeah, I actually watched this really interesting art house film recently. It was really good. And then they'll be like, what was it called? And in my mind, I'll say drill bit Taylor, but out loud, I'll say, oh my God, I don't remember. It was like French or something. I don't know. I'll look into it and I'll never look into (laughs) it. But anyway, I have come up with a criteria um for what an art house film is and i'm just with every question i want us to kind of yes or no and then if if a film meets three out of the six questions it's art house okay and it gets like a a gold star it gets like yeah it gets an art house star um okay cool if you will um and so i think with that i should just jump right in pop off okay so not first criteria for an art house film is it Wait, made? We're just doing the monkey cut. And this for, is just the monkey cut. Yes. This is okay. not for the entirety of King Kong. This is just the monkey cut. Is the monkey cut made by a serious minded director who is working as an auteur? So, in this scenario, I think we are the directors. Then the answer is yes. Okay. Question two Is it for the quote masses or. Is it art for the sake of art? For the masses. (laughs) For the masses. Okay, fair. The monkey cut is absolutely for the masses. I also just, I don't want to skate by this too quick. I love that you're like, we directed the monkey cut. (laughs) (laughs) Because I mean, come on. Like, I feel like we have creative license there. Like that, that came from our minds. And like being an auteur means like extending your personal influence and artistic control to such an extent that you become like the sole author hey, Anne, of a hey, film. Anne, and hey, like Anne, hey, Anne, Anne. I need you to shut the up, don't I? Shut up. <laughs> okay. Question three. Does it have a unique style or aesthetic? Big monkey, yeah. Monkey cut was all monkey and that's very unique. Okay, so currently our score is two yes. We only need one more yes for King Kong monkey cut to be art house. Okay. Next. Question number four, does it make allusions to fine art or literature that only an educated, pretentious audience will pick up on? Yes, she does the Lindy Hop at one point. (gasps) Oh! (laughs) It's art house, baby. It's art house. Naomi Watts does the Lindy Hop when she's dancing for the big monkey. Therefore, King Kong is art house. You heard it here first, folks. My final two questions, just to throw them out for our next, the next time we use this. Yeah, let's hear them. Um, is, does it make you question your sexuality? Um, and also, do you feel compelled to scrub through it a bit? Which, like, I see oh! as, a, <laughs> as an integral facet of an art house film. Excellent. Yay, King Kong Monkey Cut is art house. Welcome is to art, the house. art House Club. We get an art house star. Right. Uh. Um... I think we have talked long enough um, and it is time to give the King Kong monkey cut our official sneakerways review. Yes. So at the end of every movie experience, we, we give the film that we have just watched a score on a scale of one out of 10, one being a uh, fresh, fresh dog shit and 10 being all the glittering diamonds under God's good son. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't talk about this beforehand um, and we just kind of say it on the count of three 
And then we talk about the scores that we gave it. So, um, Anne, are you ready to give King Kong Monkey Cut your official Sneaker Waves review? I'm ready to give mine. I'm ready. Okay. Would you like to count us down? Yeah. Can I do it in a New Zealand accent? Because that's where it was set. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Three, two, one. Ten, ten out, out of ten. ten. <laughs> Yay. Same score. Same score. Who does? Yeah. Same score. Yeah. Go ahead. I would I would just like to say there's there's no world in which I wouldn't give King Kong a 10 out of 10. For starters, it's directed by Sir Peter Jackson, and I have absolute respect for his craft and everything he's putting out there. Um, secondly, it has a huge monkey in it, which cinematically doesn't it doesn't get much better than that. And third point, we in creating king kong monkey cut became our own auteurs um and it was such a privilege jillian to work with you on this film wow okay look out greta gerwig okay (laughs) um yeah yeah no it was absolutely a pleasure to um really craft this piece of art with you i think it's been a really fruitful experience i think this is a really fun way uh, for us to approach films. And I love that we're spicing things up. But yeah, I mean, I 10 out of 10 uh, on the King Kong um, 10 out uh, of 10. monkey cut. It was all monkey. The entire time I was either looking at a big, beautiful, handsome monkey, or I was looking at pretty Naomi Watts. Yep. And both of them, I was just so excited to uh, watch what was happening. I didn't really know why anything was happening, but sometimes it's okay. Sometimes you don't need to know why. You just need to watch the film. Right, folks. It's about time for us to sign off a couple things before we wrap up. First and foremost, thank you, as always, to Joe Abradis for the use of their song 10 out of 10. And um, if you guys want to follow us on the dying platform that is Twitter, mm. feel free to get in there before it's too late. Something beautiful <laughs> about watching something just blow up. <laughs> so we'll be on there for about another you know, month until it inevitably goes under. Yeah. But uh, you can follow us at sneaker underscore underscore waves. If you, you know, want to give us a suggestion, rickmoranisemail at gmail.com. Again, that's rickmoranisemail at gmail.com. Feel free to send us a recommendation. Shoot us a little hello. Give us some questions, comments, concerns, or I don't know, send us a, send us a picture of the biggest piece of corn you can find. Can you sign off now? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I need to like and somebody stop needs talking, to somebody needs to control alt delete me right now. I I don't feel good. You're scaring me. This has been another episode of Sneaker Waves. And in the end, it was beauty that killed the beast. In that scenario, oh. did Adrian Brody get cucked? Oh, who cucked who? I think he got King Cuck. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Yay! You did it. <laughs> <laughs>